All right, guys, welcome back to Yenzer's Talking Sports. My name is Brandon. This is my co-host, Jeff. Hey. What's going on? Uh, well, we survived another hurricane. Nice. Hurricane. And it, well, it wasn't like Ian, so it was a lot of wind, a lot of rain. Fortunately, I live below Tampa, so it didn't hit us this time. But, uh, you know, prayers go out to the people that got affected. It was pretty bad. 12-foot surge. So. Yeah, you know, I was wondering about because I, I don't want to downplay any uh, national disasters, but, like, we don't get a lot of hurricane activity up here. But it seems like every time there's one coming, making landfall, it's some kind of historic, catastrophic, like, you know, I mean, and I think I think they do have to invoke uh, climate change and those discussions. But um, I'm glad you're okay, and hopefully uh, everybody can bounce back quickly. Yeah, hopefully Dahlia didn't do too much damage. Yeah. Well, uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about pit football. They begin tomorrow against Walford. Uh, we got the Steelers. The Steelers cut down to 53 and a little AB. So uh, without further ado, let's get into the the uh, pit preview. Got a new quarterback, uh, Phil Jurgovich. I hope I'm saying that right. Transfer from Boston College. Um, Pitt was interested in him out of high school. Obviously went to Boston College. Now he's back as a senior. Um. Numbers not that great. He should have a much better supporting cast, though, in Pittsburgh. Um, one thing of caution, I guess, is last year we had a transfer quarterback, uh, Slovis from USC. Yeah. And, I mean, he was the, uh, was it the Pac-12 freshman of the year, player of the year, and we were real excited about him. And uh didn't work out, and he's now Brigham Young after one nope. year. So Didn't work out. <laughs> nope. So... Um, hopefully, uh, Djurkovic will be a little better. They lost some talent to the NFL, of course. Um, they're becoming a, a pipeline as far as the NFL draft goes. A lot of successful players in the NFL. So, uh, anyway, I was thinking we'll take a look at the schedule here. Like I said, Wofford tomorrow, 3.30, home game. Obviously, they should win that. I have them upside 10-2, and two, downside 8-4, and four, but I think they finish with 8-10 to 10 wins. Um, what what say you? I think they get at least eight wins. I'd go with you on ten, depending on depending on how the quarterback play is. I mean, I feel like we're pretty stacked. We've got decent wide receivers, running backs. He's starting to get into the idea of using the tight end a little bit more. There's been some discussion lately on tight end use, but uh, their defense is always good. I mean, he's got, like, since 2015, I think he's second most wins in the country. I mean, the last two years, he's got 20 wins, and that's, like, second in the country. I mean, he's just, thank God for Pat Narduzzi. Because yeah, before um, he came along, it was a, it was it, a shit show. It was show. bad. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> remembers the uh, Todd Graham era, I think it was, like, oh one or two Oh, my God. Years. Thing. Um, that lasted what a month. It was that terrible. wasn't even in the season. He got hit with domestic battery, and he yeah, was they've punted. had they've had mistakes. Um, but yeah, you know, looking at it, 
they should have another elite defense. Um, the interesting thing about their schedule, the losses I have, um, they go to Notre Dame you know, right before Halloween. I think that's a loss. That's uh, always I, a tough game. I watched the uh, Notre Dame-Navy game last week from Ireland. Uh, not so much because I care about Notre Dame, but I like Ireland. And it's, you know, kind of a neat picturesque situation. But anyway, they blew them out. They look good. They followed that up a week later with Florida State, top 10 team. Right now, they're uh, number eight. That's a home game in November, so maybe that will give them a little advantage. But those were the two definite losses I had. Um, and then the, the two games I think could go either way. They go to Morgantown. Uh, you know, West Virginia should have beat them at Hines last year. It was a miracle finish, pit one. Uh, West Virginia isn't very good this year, or not supposed to be. Um, so it should be a win, but like it's in Morgantown, who knows? They, they play us hard. Yeah, that's going to be a tough game. Um, and uh, West Virginia opens the season this week against Penn State uh, Saturday night. So I'm going to try and check that out. Hopefully, it's a tie. Um, you know, I care less about either of those schools. Pitt I'll see if I can find a couch to burn. Yeah. <laughs> And when I follow the West Virginia game up with a home game against North Carolina, who seemingly has our number, and right now they're currently ranked 21st. Uh, but like I said, that is a home game. So, uh, But those are the two games I thought could go either way. They should be West Virginia, and maybe they upset North Carolina. Um, but the, one good, the good news, uh, before the West Virginia game, they do have Cincinnati at home after Wofford this week. So they'll have two games under their belt. One, Cincinnati's usually tough. Uh, was it two years ago they were in the college playoff, I believe? So. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, so that those will be good tune-up games. And back in the Big East days, Cincinnati always played us tough, and they were always a tough uh, win. So That was yeah, one of the last pit games I saw where we played Cincinnati, and we, we ended up losing. The guy the... One of the linebackers from Cincinnati was talking so much trash. I mean, it was ridiculous. I remember uh, the year we were playing them in the snow. It ended up being like 51 to 48 or something. They were both playing for like the conference title. Cincinnati yeah. won. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. But I, I think, uh, like I said, they'll have an elite defense. It's, like you said, it's going to come down to quarterback play. Um Looking forward to see what they got there. Um, well, that Wolford game's got a little bit of drama because, well, who's the head coach? It's, uh, well, what, who have Sean something or other. He used to be the offensive coordinator for the Pitt Panthers back in 2017 and 18. So, you know, he knows us. So it'd be, it should be interesting. Yeah, I mean... We'll see. I like Pitt should win that game. Um, let me see if they got the line out on it. Um, let's see. Pitt They're probably by fourteen. Well, according to ESPN analytics, uh, Pitt has a ninety-six percent chance of winning. So that's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I don't see the actual line. I'm not going to drag this out any further, but um, should be a win. So it's fun. Football's back. Like I said, there were a few games this week, last weekend. But now our team gets to play, and now it feels like it's really back for us. So cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. So down to the Steelers. Yeah, let's talk Steelers. We're we're at the fifty-three, and it took some cuts to get there, and some interesting people didn't make the roster. Uh, looks like Zach Gentry, unfortunately, didn't make the roster. Uh, you know, two dogs, one bone. He didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, Dotson got traded to the Rams. Kendrick Green got traded to Houston for some draft picks. Uh, kind of like a swap on draft picks. So I feel like we we made out on that deal. Uh, I, I really like both those trades, man. Um, uh, with Dotson, I mean, the Rams, you know, they're getting a guy. He started, what, all 17 games last year. So uh, they're getting a guy. Did, I like Dotson. He's a good player, yeah. and he's well-respected. He just didn't yeah. fit our scheme anymore. So, uh, yeah. Brenda Fayeco, he made it to the practice squad. I really thought they'd choose him over Montavious Adams. I think Adams' best football is behind him. But mm-hmm. he knows the system. I think this is do or die for him this year. I think he's like 33. Yeah. Uh, Man got cut. The puncher. No big loss there. He's still unclaimed. Um, yeah, that that was... Um, I'm, I'm just pulling this up. Because uh, what I was looking at didn't break the roster down to active in uh, 53. But that was odd that they kept two punters. It makes you think maybe Harvin's not um, healthy or something. No, I think they were. there was some speculation that... Uh, the Eagles needed a puncher, and they were going to try to make a trade with the Eagles. Ooh. But uh, Desmond King hit the market, and they cut man to make room for King. Now, I think he's coming off an injury. I, You know, he was a pro bowler, a uh, high draft pick. So we'll see. Yeah, um... You know that's a thing. Uh, well, you called that one, so I'll give you props there. I, I'm not surprised the Steelers had interest. I'm surprised he had interest in the Steelers. Um, you would think somebody else would have been given him a more clear path to playing time. But it sounds like he, he's going to be our um, top slot corner. And the interesting thing I did read about him was the way he graded. He was one of the top twenty corners last year. He would have been our best. He he graded out better than Cam Sutton, so um, that might work out. Well, I mean, at least some you know some depth. I'm I'm shocked that James Pierre is still on the roster, and I, I like Pierre, so and that'll that'll we'll have to watch that. I think he'll be uh, the next see, domino. Maybe maybe he'll push him. Maybe he'll get a little bit better. He's got promise. The kid's got a lot of upside. Yeah, I don't think he's got any confidence on the field. Yeah. Uh, I heard another interesting tidbit going or read something. Uh, Rudolph to the Pets. Would you make that trade? Well, I don't know what New England's doing because they, they uh, cut their quarters. Um, uh, what was the zap or whatever? They were trying to get back on the practice squad. Uh, they only kept Mac Jones. I maybe may I don't see I don't know enough about the other quarterbacks. Um depends on what you get for him, I guess. Um I'm not against trading him. 
I mean, he's our third-string quarterback. It's a one-year deal. You know. Okay, so I'll throw it to you this way. <laughs> if they trade someone interesting or 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 a draft pick, would you trade? Would you trade out Mason Rudolph? Wait. Me personally, I would. Who was the first name you mentioned? I didn't mention a name. I said an interesting player. An interesting player. And maybe a cornerback. Maybe. I feel like we don't need a. I feel like. Yes and no. We could use another cornerback. It's got a little bit of flexibility. But I think we've got a lot of pieces. That's what. Um, I would. I would be more interested in draft picks because um, they do have coming up a fairly, no superstars, but a fairly large uh, unrestricted free agent class next year. So I, I like the draft pick angle. Um, and plus, like, offensively, we're deep. I mean, the skill positions are deep. Um, the line, I mean, we just traded two backup linemen for draft picks, so they, they're confident there with what they got. Uh, they redid the linebacker room. I don't know who New England would send, you know. Um, then they bring in King. So our defensive backs are going to be Fitzpatrick, uh, Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter Jr., and King are the top four. Or, I mean, Minka's not a corner, but, you know, uh, Casey, Keanu Neal they brought in. Like, Levi Wallace is going to uh, start. That's the name I was looking for. So, yeah, Levi I don't Wallace know what and I like Riley. Yeah. I mean, I I I think it would have to be for draft picks, but so yeah, okay, really so draft picks. If you get a fourth rounder for, do you trade them? Yes. Fifth rounder. Yeah. Sixth rounder. Uh, maybe. Um, I I fourth or fifth definitely. Sixth rounder. <sighs> I lean yes, but that's probably as low as I would go. Um, okay, well, that's fair. I feel like you'd I probably mean, be like a sixth rounder and like another pick, you know, in the next year, like a, fifth, a sixth and fifth or something. But the thing about Mason Rudolph, there aren't a lot of third string quarterbacks with the experience he has. I mean, he started most of one season, the Duck Hodges year when Ben was hurt. Um, he came in and played, you know, when Ben was hurt his last year. I mean, he's seen the field. There aren't a lot of third-string quarterbacks. I don't know. I, some days I thought Duck Hodges outplayed him. I mean, I mean shit, Trubisky outplayed him. I get, I like Duck Hodges. He was fun. I do like Duck Hodges. He was fun. I think he's got upside. I think okay, he, so, he got upside when he hooked up with that Laney Wilson, that singer. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a potential problem on the horizon. I'm looking at Fryermuth. Well, apparently the Vikings played the T.J. Hawkinson. Four years, $66 million. And I'm looking at the numbers. Fryermuth has better numbers, generally. I mean, not completely, but he looks to be on paper a better player. Younger, too, so... What do we do? We can't afford to pay Fryermuth sixty-six million. Well, let's see. He's on his um, 
It's his third year. Was he a first-round draft pick? No. Okay, so we got no, him I don't think so. next year. Uh, I don't think so. Let me look up. I'm not 100% positive, but I think he was second-round pick. Let me see here. Uh, let's see. Oh, one second. Oh, yeah, you're right. Second round, 55th overall in 2021. So we got him this year, next year. In a way, maybe that's what they were thinking when they drafted uh, Washington. Or, um, not uh, Brock, Washington. Washington. Darnell Washington, the tight yeah. end. So, And Tomlin did say that he's further along with his pass catching and route running than they expected. They knew he was going to be a, um, a beast on the line like we talked before. So maybe they're thinking ahead because you'll have Washington be going into his third season as Fryermuth hits free agency. But I will say this. Fryermuth seems like a pit guy, a Pittsburgh guy. I know he's from Penn State. We look past that. But he seems like a Steelers guy. So I'll I tell you know. what. I see, I see him taking a little bit of a hometown discount if we can get in the playoffs and do well. Yeah. Um, That's what so I'm hoping for. And what what they're going to find out probably this year and next year, um, they're going to find out what they got with Pickett and, you know, quarterbacks that second contract, man. I mean, even mm. like Daniel Jones for the Giants signed that ridiculous deal. Um, after they like ever paid there. <laughs> they ever paid um, there. I want to give a shout out to the Steelers. They're doing a student rush where they're giving a they're setting aside 100 tickets as standing room, but if they're $50 each game, they're going to be available every home game. So nice. that's kind of a cool thing. It's something new they're doing. I think it's wonderful for the kids. Like low kids? I think it's like high school and college. Okay. I didn't read it. I didn't completely read everything on it, but yeah. I mean, still, if they're giving away 100 tickets to kids, you know, I call them kids, but I'm, you know, old. Well, I so. mean, uh, the Pirates do those, like, college nights where, like, throughout the season, like, it'll be, you know, pit night, and they'll all have a section for pit students or Robert Morris or, you know, whatever the city schools, Duquesne. Um, so it's kind of cool to see uh, Steelers do something similar. I doubt the Pirates and- give the tickets away. They're kind of... <laughs> okay, and lastly, we got can't he can't stay out of the media. A B Antonio Brown, Mister. That's your guy. I know. I you know just when you give him the benefit of the doubt, he does something else. So apparently, it came out during his negotiation with his players that he told his assistant to go get the AK at the trunk of the guy's car. So. And that made it to the news. Someone did a deep dive at ESPN and found that, that info. Um, yeah, what do you say about that, you know? Go get the AK. Or the AR. Why the is AR, he my, the AK my bad. Well, it was, I don't know if it the was AR. his. And, uh, a guy named Larkin, I think is his assistant. He had it in his car. Why he's got an AR-15 in his car, I have no idea. Maybe he was just playing John Wick at the shooting range. I don't know. I mean, look, I I'm a 
I I believe in um gun rights. People should legally have guns. I believe. Like, but do you need an AR for protection? Like, you know. Um, okay, an AR. Have you ever fired an AR? AR is good for one thing, and that's killing people. Right. That's it. That's all an AR is good for: killing people. Now, do I think you should be able to own one? Hell yes, I think you should be able to own one. I mean, we live in America, don't we? It's all right. It's all right. But well, do you really, does the average person need an AR-15? Probably not. No. And that that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm pro-gun, but I think, you know, stuff like that. But it's kind of like, uh, well, I'll tell this to uh, Sonya Deville, a WWE personality wrestler. Somebody um, broke into her home a couple years ago while she was there with duct tape and the whole kit, planned to kidnap her and take her. And, um, you know, they didn't succeed. The guy ended up going to prison. But after that incident, she started carrying a gun, a handgun. She, I believe she lives in Florida, so you you know what it's like down there. You know, it's free, as we would say. She well, comes up to New Jersey a year or two ago and... um. You know, went to the arena, whatever, whatever she was doing in New Jersey. The guy, um, the valet took her car. And I don't know what he was doing, if he was putting the keys in the glove box or whatever. But anyway, he opened the thing and the gun came out. He reported her. She got arrested. Now, obviously, she didn't go to jail or anything. That's why she had a gun, because somebody got into her house to take her, you know. and But she got arrested in New Jersey for something that's perfectly legal in Florida. Who knows well, yeah, where AB was? I mean, especially now, you don't even need a permit. Yeah, I don't know why AB would. I mean, with all the trouble he's he's caused or been involved with, um, I did read. Wasn't he didn't pay child support or something recently? I thought again, that was, maybe it was again. Okay, there was like an arrest so, warrant. <laughs> it's hard to keep track. Yeah, Let's put like, it that way. It's hard to keep track. If you invite. The kind of the kind of problems that he invites through one way or another, I would think it, somebody should be like, "Hey, you don't need an AR in your trunk." Like, he's a loose cannon. Well, I'm gonna end it there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for watching. This is Jeff, with my boy right. Brandon, and uh, this is Ginger talking sports, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, take Bye. care, everybody.